You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Oz Network as we come to you from the Survivor Island of the Idols. Sorry, Island of the Idols. Recap episode four, and we are here to recap it with a bit of a fan favourite, the wonderful Kathy Sleckman from season sixteen of Survivor Micronesia. Been some time since we had Kathy on the show, and as you always know, Kathy always brings the A game when it comes to entertainment. This is a very fun chat, lots of good moments, lots of funny moments, and I guarantee you, you are going to enjoy this recap. So let's hear it. Our Survivor Island of the Idols episode four recap with Micronesia contestant Kathy Sleckman. As we continue another week of Survivor Island of the Idols, I am very thrilled and excited to be able to welcome back our next guest. It's been a long time since we've had her on the show, no matter what format of the show you're listening to, and she's always one of the best content givers that we ever have to talk about Survivor. I do, of course, speak of <laughs> Kathy Slickman from Survivor Micronesia. Kathy, welcome back to the program. Well, I missed you. Oh, <laughs> missed you too. So it's... Yeah, very nice to hear from you again. Oh, we, we, we shouldn't... I mean, it's probably been like three years or something ridiculous like that. We we shouldn't, you know, take this long, Kathy. Like, I'm sure you've got other things you want to talk about besides Survivor. I mean, we could have gotten you on to, I don't know, talk about the Emoji movie or something like that. I have no idea, but... <laughs> oh, dear God, did people pay money to watch that? Unfortunately, the they emoji did. Emoji movie? What? Yeah. Oh, dear God. Sad fact of life. This world has gone to hell since we last spoke, uh, Kathy. That's generally what it's happened so uh, <laughs> we're making movies about emojis <laughs> and we've got giant statues of robin sandra on islands in fiji so that's where we are in <laughs> 2019 things ever yes <laughs> things ever but i start with a generic question i guess in terms of this season kathy how, how are you feeling so far four episodes into survivor island of the idols well first of all Okay, slowly they've taken away the in- introduction scenes. Mm-hmm. And then when I watch the second one, I go, where the hell is the previously on Survivor? Mm-hmm. I couldn't even remember who got voted out the week before unless they show me again at the beginning of the next episode. <laughs> and now that's gone. <laughs> and, there's, you know, they've just sucked up this show so bad. No more the rights of whatever where they burn everybody's torch. I mean, they've... God, ever since Jeff took over, why? How He's how long has he been taking? It's been at least, what, five, six seasons? Or has it been longer than that now that he's kind of been? Oh, it's been longer because he was, when I did got a Micronesia, he was close to it. We still had the wonderful Doug McCallie. And I think Doug did Africa and or Gabon. And then shortly thereafter, I think he got let go. Right, and then it was in Jeff's thing that I'm I'm going to be the producer now and have a hand or a say in casting. So I think, oh my God, I've been off of that what eleven years now. So yeah, maybe about six, seven years ago he took over. Well, I think a lot right of... about when it started going to crap. Well, I think <laughs> okay. the most recent ones though, I think have been down to because um, when Lynn Spielman was let go, I think kind of now Jeff's really the main casting guy, if I'm not mistaken, too. So, um, and I think that only happened in the last year or two. So, I mean, he really has a, an iron fist now over this product, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, yeah, because I remember being there and they were like, and 
I had to like talk to Jeff. He goes, if it was up to me, you would not get on this show. Wow. Well, I'm glad it's not up to you. (laughs) (laughs) Glad it's not up to you. Crazy, (laughs) crazy to think that. But it's it's interesting with. yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that about the sort of no previously on and sort of how they've got there. And they've got this weird way of starting episodes now where we have, what, a five-second little snippet of things that are happening this episode, kind of foreshadowing what's to come. And it's it's very weird. I don't understand stupid. why they're doing this. Just say the word what it is. It's stupid. Stupid, yes. I would rather see... <laughs> Take that 10 seconds and at least just show who you snuffed, what torch got snuffed. Mm. Episode before. Yeah. Honestly, God, I've been racking my brain of who got voted out last week. But then I remembered it was the Asian guy. Vince. Yeah. I don't even know all their names. Well, it's, it's, I mean, we kind of, you get, I always find when you watch a season, it's sort of, yeah, it takes you a few weeks at least to kind of, to know who they are. And then the thing though, is I feel as soon as you start to get to know them and okay, they're on Lero, they're on Vokai. Then of course, next week we're getting a tribe swap. So all of a sudden you start forgetting who's on where and who's this and who's that and everything else. Um, which, yeah, it's kind of. You know, it's it's staple part of the show right now. But I think also this season, it's been fairly even, kind of. I, I realise Lero's lost, what, one more challenge than Vakai in terms of immunities. But it's sort of... I, I found, at least at the beginning of this season, it seems pretty... There hasn't really been a blowout as such. It's kind of, you know, it seems that things are quite close, which... Um, which makes it more interesting viewing because I th- also think we're spreading out the airtime of both tribes. So that's making it a little bit more difficult to remember everyone because usually if you've got a tribe that's sucking, you're going to remember them straight away, aren't you? Well, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even remember if it was the purple team at tribal or the orange team. So, But then I realized it was the purple team, right? Uh, no, the orange <laughs> team. Know. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to do. I'll need. I need to quickly edit in like a previously on everything for you, Kathy, to help you out here. <laughs> you know, I swear to God, I I watched it. My friend Judy is here, and you know she's watched it too, especially since I got on. And she said the same thing. Mm. Who got voted out last week? Why aren't they showing us that? I go. I don't know. Mm. Wait, let me let me rack my brain. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was also it was very glossed over, wasn't it? Because you kind of came back to camp, and it's like they're apologizing to Karishma, like. Sorry about that. And then Krishna's like, okay. And then they just move on. So it was it was even just, I think, the way they kind of did it. Because then we're all of a sudden we've got Jamal and he's finding himself an idol, which again just happens to be sitting where he's looking. Um. <laughs> and you know what my girlfriend said? <laughs> he goes, she said, he's got pretty, what, B cups? <laughs> all I know is they're, they're bigger than mine and perkier. I go, that's not fair. <laughs> you have to, uh, you have and to... I was like, put your shirt back on. Put your shirt back on. have to send him a message and see if he can, like, you know, maybe share some of it, you know, like um, just oh, some of the weighty losers out there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's – I one thing I actually think is quite interesting with this season with some of these casts is that, you know, usually – it seems they go out of their way, and you obviously will probably know a little bit more about this being on the show, that you'll see certain people are always in bikinis and shirtless, but then you always see certain types of people are always wearing shirts and, like, a one-piece. Now, again, I don't know if that ultimately comes down to they're a bit body-conscious and don't want to go that way, or the producers are like, hey, no, no, no one wants to see that, Jamal. Put on a shirt. We don't want to see those B-cups. But maybe he's just like, <laughs> fuck you, I'm wearing these. Look, I'm proud of these boobs. I'm wearing them out and proud. <laughs> 
Well, you know, the hot young ones, of course, they want the bikinis. You have to send in clothing. They give you the list. Send in two bathing suits, two shirts, send in a hat, yada, yada. They don't like it. They ship it back to you. You have to ship something back to them. Mm-hmm. And, like, on my season, Eliza was just like, I hate this swimsuit that they picked. And I just looked at her and said, why did you send it in then? Because mm. I only sent, you know, I was 40, bleh, whatever, but... My bikini body went away a while ago, <laughs> so, you know, now I only sent in, like, the tank skirt, and, you know, it's a tiny ass, but it's not perky, mm. so I don't want people seeing that, <laughs> so, and I think they do make the ones who, you know, have the fake boobs pretty good looking, you know, yes, all you can send in is a bikini. Yep. Well, I think that was um, famously uh, Purple Kelly in Nicaragua was, you know, basically just in the only clothes she kind of had was her bikini all season and basically froze her ass off out there because it rained so much. Um, So that was one of those ones where it, yeah. And it's it's actually interesting too because, you know, there's always that um, divide sort of with old school players, new school players kind of always saying like, oh, you know, when I played back in the early days, we didn't get this and all this sort of stuff. But then you look at the old school players, I mean, they get raincoats and freaking sunglasses and like Jeff let them stay in tribal council to stay dry. Like they're not doing that anymore. So (laughs) old school players had some perks about when they used to play the game. Well, and they had their luxury item. True. I think they stopped doing that around my season Mm. and they made me lug cheese head because I'm from Wisconsin originally, and I'm a Packer fan, I had to lug that ginormous cheese head in my suitcase halfway <laughs> across the world. Then they never even gave it to me. Wow. Wow. Did you get it back afterwards, or did they just like lose it or something like that? Well, yeah, it just stayed in my suitcase in the, right. you know, the tents we stayed in. Right. So man, I was kind of hoping we'd get that, man. I needed a pillow out there. <laughs> well, that would have been an epic luxury item, you know, just walking around. I mean, everyone remembers Colby and his Texan flag. Like, where's the Wisconsin cheese hat? I want to see that on Survivor. I told him it's a flotation device. <laughs> if I'm sitting under a coconut tree and one falls on my head, I'll be safe. Yep. I go, I could take pieces off of it. We could use it as a bobber for fishing, <laughs> or I could sit on it. Because, you know, I have a tiny ass and it hurts. <laughs> oh, I had all kinds of uses for that thing. See, you wouldn't have quit had you had the cheese hat. It's that simple. Uh, well, the Zoloft. Yeah. I, pr- I wouldn't have quit if I was still taking But, but will you sneak that in it. You sneak it, you kind of hide it in the actual cheese hat and kind of just pop a couple every now and then when the producers aren't looking, right? That's, well, there I, you go. <laughs> I didn't even bring it. Because I thought they went through your luggage, and they would find it, and they always threaten you that there's an alternate just (laughs) waiting in the wings to take your place. Wow. So, And I thought, well, if they found it and knew that I lied about it or didn't tell them that, okay, from L.A., go back home. Mm. We're using the alt. So, yeah, I didn't even bring it. Uh, next time for for All Stars twenty four or whatever we're going to be up to at some point, uh, I've lost track of how many we've had or about to have or things like that. Um, the the twist we're having with Island of the Idols this week, we I mean we've been having this random draw, whereas this week it was sort of a unanimous decision. We're going to send someone off, and and Nora ends up going out to our beloved little. Island of the Idols. First first question here, <laughs> Nora. Now I can Sorry. imagine. <laughs> I'm picturing the statues. Yeah, again. the statues. The statues are there. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about her reaction in just a moment. But no, what's your take on Nora? Because she's somebody who I think um, you would have some fun maybe living with out there on an island in the middle of the Pacific. 
Well, that depends. They're only showing part of her being annoying. It, mm. <laughs> you know, there was many times I was not always annoying. I kind of was quiet. I, I looked at my girlfriend watching and I paused it and I said, hey, was I that annoying when <laughs> I was on the show? Cause, <laughs> Please say I wasn't, and she said, no, you weren't. So, But, yeah, um, I can imagine the 22 other hours of footage that they don't show how she really is. Mm. So, yeah, she's. I am giving her the Out There Award so that she tops me for sure on that one. I... And maybe I'd have fun with her till she, you know, I, think, I don't know. See, I mean... People like Nora, people like yourself, I mean, they, we like watching them as fans because you're generally either on the I love them or I hate them side of things. You know, it's kind of there's just that type of personality. And I think kind of, you know, she's entertaining to watch. And just her reaction when she got on the beach um, and saw these statues, I think it was when the, the first one, we had Elizabeth on the very first episode, the way she reacted, it just it didn't seem like she knew who they really were. I swear a producer had to, like, pull her aside and go, that's Rob, that's Sandra, they're big deals, pretend you know who they are. <laughs> and, like, you kind of got a little bit that here for Nora because as she's walking at the beach, the way she's like, there was this giant statue of a guy. He's kind of like a young, handsome-looking dude. <laughs> it's like she had no clue who he was. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, but but it, well, she's hugging them, of course, and saying, of course I know who you are, because they're introducing them to her. Well, I know who you are. Yes. So, But do you think, I mean, you're obviously on, on your season. I mean, you've probably the first season really to have, I guess, kind of reactions besides Guatemala when uh, Stephanie and Bobby John came out. But obviously you've got this whole moment where they're introducing here are the favourites that you're playing against. But we're here laughing at how terrible these statues are. What would have happened on Micronesia if you walk around the corner and he's 10 giant heads? There's Eliza. There's Yao Man. There's Johnny Fairplay. James. Amanda. Like, are you just going to absolutely crap yourself with laughter? Like, what the fuck am I doing here? What the hell is going on? And all of their giant heads had a door, and they walk out yeah. of it. Yao Man's big head, and he walks out. There's Yao Man. No, I still, they all they would have gotten was a shot of me with big bug eyes going, what the fuck is this shit? Who built, what? Is this where the budget came, is going? Does this mean we're not getting food? Yeah. He stripped it all on the big heads. And when I first saw a photo of that, I thought it was CGI put in there, like kind of fake. Mm-hmm. I thought the photos before the season started, like, oh, somebody was funny and put those big head statues in there. Mm-hmm. And then I saw, I go, there, they weren't kidding. Oh, my God, who did this? Who <laughs> built that crap? <laughs> You wonder, you wonder if this has been something they've just been sitting on. Like, one day, one day we're going to build giant head statues of, of our, you know, legendary players and it's going to be amazing. And it's just, it's just something you laugh at every episode. It's just legitimately hilarious every time you see these giant head statues. Oh, yeah, I, I can't stop laughing, and I also can't stop noticing how much weight Rob is gaining, or Boston <laughs> Rob is gaining as he's out there. Which, it, it doesn't hold up well it. here, does it, when you've got flashbacks to All-Stars, and you actually see uh, him, like, from what, like, 31 seasons ago. I know, and you just, you guys are cutting into my one hour of eating time out of 24 hours, <laughs> you know, it's just... 
So I'm wondering. I don't think they're living in that cave. Oh god! And no. If they are, it's got a five star <laughs> chef inside of it. Yeah. There's. I mean, come on. A like, toilet. They're they're living the life. I mean, they've. Uh, you want? I'm surely at this point they've been signed on, or they know they're coming back next season for all winners. Spoiler alert: if people don't know that, but it's very much well out there. So, uh, particularly with Rob. I mean. Rob famously has always said he would never play again, and Prope's sort of excuse this year was like, oh, we never said he'd play again, so we had to come up with a reason to get him back out there again. But, I mean, he's he's out there for, you know, 39 days of this season. He's going to be back for 39 days next season. Amber's also going to be out there. So, you know, clearly there's a lot of time away from kids for Rob in the last 12 months as well. So he's got to be paid quite handsomely and staying in quite some luxurious quarters right here because I don't see Boston Rob doing that for not much money. Right, and I'm pretty sure, like, even on our season when they first did the favorites, they got paid to come back. Mm. I think they got something, some incentive. Mm -hmm. And no one would tell me. Of course, I asked, but no one would tell me maybe they weren't allowed to. Um, And I think somebody found out somebody got a little bit more to come back, whether it was Fair Play got more, or somebody did. So maybe Eliza said, well, some some of them got more than the other ones. And mm. I think maybe she was one that didn't get a lot. So, of course, she's going to bitch about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I could definitely imagine that. But, I mean, do you do you think Rob and Sandra are the two that are right for this twist? Are they the, the legendary ones enough to have giant head statues on a beach in Fiji? Oh, nobody, sh- not even Probe should have a giant <laughs> head statue. No one should. It's just dumb. But as far, you know, Sandra and Rob, I mean... I wish they'd be more snarkier. They're, they showed a little bit of Rob being snarky about Nora, you know, pretty much saying, holy crap, she's stupid. She ain't winning this game. <laughs> but I wish they'd get a little more snarky because that's why I like Sandra and Rob. Just their snarky, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. oh, you wanted a blindside? Now you you go whatever she it wasn't even a right sentence that she said in their little box mm. during it's whatever that quote was what she said was so funny yeah it's, well, it's, you got one now go home that's where we Something. see the snarkiness isn't it that that's basically where we see it because they do seem very almost subdued on on the island because even when um we didn't we have it this week too with was it sandra when basically nora straight away is like yeah i'll play and it's kind of like you know what are you stupid you should wait and get bargain with like you know why do you have to jump into it so quickly like rob did that in the very first one with elizabeth but i i want to kind of see them you know take these players down a peg they're they're being a little bit too nice to them i yeah i agree i think so too because that's not them Mm. you know so i hope as it goes on either their side interviews after a survivor gets on their big-headed island, you know, like I said, this was the first time Rob got a little more snarky on his little side. And, you know, they were sitting him there and turning his head to talk like he was a supermodel. Yeah. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point, actually. But, and like, this week's twist was, it was interesting. I mean, I think last week's just didn't serve any purpose to, like, how you're going to play the game. And, I mean, this one did a little bit because it's kind of about deception. But, I mean, I love how straight away they're like, here, have some watermelon. And it's like, okay. 
And then basically it comes down to you have to find yourself, uh, appoint your, get yourself appointed as the caller in the next challenge. And if you do, you will have the ability to steal someone's vote. But if you don't, then you will lose a vote. So kind of, they're not even getting idols now. They're getting just a chance to steal a person's vote. So they've kind of changed the twist a little bit. If you, if you're in Nora's position, Kathy, are you gonna, are you gonna jump in straight away? Are you gonna listen a little bit more? Or are you just gonna say no? Um, of going to the island or taking the challenge? Taking the challenge. Oh, I, I would have said sure. I, I can talk him into having me be the caller. Mm. You know, I would have gone about it a different way than she did because <laughs> that was the funny part of it. Yes. Is that they made her sit out of the challenge mm-hmm. <laughs> because she practiced with them, and she, you know, I would have been a much better practicer caller where. You know, I'm not counting out their steps. Take ten steps. One, two, three. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have three other people who are waiting for... Now, she... It was funny, and I saw the clown music, heard it playing in the background. When <laughs> So I go, well, that's our cue. She's going to fail at this one. Um, so here comes the clown music. Just quickly before I get to that, I, I, I've got to mention, like, with the flashback, so great little throwback to your season. We had Eric on last week, so um, great timeliness. I know, I we, Judy. I'm like, that's my season. There it is. <laughs> I did I did laugh at Eric tweeting out when basically he said, like, hey, that scene looks familiar. I might have seen it before. Um, <laughs> forever played uh, for his inter- It's funny, actually, because when we had him on last week and I was telling uh, my fiance Mallory that we had because Mallory's sort of sporadic watch or survivor and as soon as i mentioned who he was she said oh the guy who gave up his immunity yeah i know him um, so it's kind of like the casual <laughs> fans who don't watch this show often know straight away who poor eric is um i know but the thing too um yeah like her coming back to the beach so her whole plan of hey i'm gonna get them to make me the caller it's like okay everyone come around me come around me i can only tell you something if you all agree to unanimously appoint me as like this thing. And so they always go, yeah. yeah, they all go, okay. And then, so she tells them. And then as you said, five minutes later, they sit her out of the challenge. Um, I mean, this is just ridiculous on so many levels. Um, but like, well, when they were happen, showing Kathy? them practicing, well, because when they showed, they actually practice with her as being the caller and you saw she literally sucked yes she sucked at it so they probably all went together well whatever the thing the tribe's gonna get for having her be the caller we don't care if we lose it we don't care what it is yeah (laughs) because that's how bad you are but it's it's also because what kelly's the only one that's been there so she obviously knows about the robin sanders so no one's telling anyone that clearly when they come back but it's also a case of People know this game enough now. You know when you have one of these dilemma seasons of like an island, whether it be Ghost Island or this or whatever the hell season it is when you've got one of these. That 98% of the time people lie when they come back and sort of tell this. So surely as well, like there's there's conversations that have gone par- gone by that we haven't seen where these people are like, no way this woman's telling the truth. It's not for the tribe, it's for her. So, like, let's not point her the caller because, like, straight away, that's a red flag in anybody's mind who has even seen one episode of Survivor that this person's trying to make you do this. So, like, poor old Nora. I like Nora, but, I mean, this was just comedic on how bad she handled this. Oh, absolutely. It actually was the highlight, I think, of the episode Mm -hmm. that 
it certainly wasn't moves. Moves finding <laughs> finding the idol like right there. Oh look, I poked this tree with a stick, and what's this? There it is. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm like, Nora. damn it, uh, <laughs> Mick Moobs. Yeah. Um, and I'm just staring at those jealously, going, man. I wish I had those. <laughs> I'm so I'm so glad that Survivor has taken on the free the nipple campaign. Like, good on them. They're progressive. There you go. <laughs> I think they started that with Shanipples. Yeah, Shannon. <laughs> Shanipples. That was his nickname, Shanipples. <laughs> they took it a little bit too far with uh, Marcus and his penis hanging out in Gabon. But look, they're allowed a mistake every now and then. <laughs> you got to freeze that though to see that one. Ah, <laughs> oh, trust me, we've all done it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. As soon as you hear that for the first time, you're like, I didn't see that. Don't be, that's a lie. And then you go, oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, can't miss that. Somebody screenshotted it. Somebody froze that video right at the moment. That wanker came right out. <laughs> um, one thing actually just on the idol thing quickly, though, with, with Jamal. With, we, your season, incredibly famous for It's a Fucking Stick and Aussie's terrible stick idol. Can I just point out how bad the idols look this season? They actually, like, I have seen these handmade idols look a hundred times better. This is where it comes into the props department has spent all their cash on the giant head statues because they've literally got, like, a piece of string and put a couple of shells on it. I mean, God, compare that to what um, Bob created in Gabon. Uh, I mean, I would even... Aussie's stick idol got played as a real idol in Ghost Island, so it's... (laughs) It had a bit of craft to it. And like now we've got dangly bee I things. know. Mick Moobs held that one up and I go, that's got to be a fake one. Someone planted that there because it looked like an eight-year-old girl made it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, who made the fake idol? I wish they would have shown that. It almost looks like um, if he got his nipples pierced, it could just be like, you know, a piercing hanging from one of them because it kind of, you know, that would it would complement it very well. So... That they could try that out. Well, and apparently nobody wears the immunity idol anymore because that guy could not get that around his fat neck if he tried. <laughs> True. He, did you see the size of that? Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, did. I, I didn't think we get around most people's wrists. It is tiny. So, um, yeah, art departments stretch their budget very much so with those giant um, head statues. Um, I... I, I just have to laugh, though, at um, the, the the fact that, yeah, Nora, we get to this challenge, and Nora's being told to sit out. I mean, you like have to sit someone else. Who are you sitting out? Nora. She's like, what? what? <laughs> Things could okay. not have gone any worse. <laughs> like if you had I probably would have stood there and said, no, no. Remember? <laughs> I'm the caller. I'm not sitting out. Pick someone else. But at the end of the day, they win. So, I mean, like, you know, it works sort of. She's still lost a vote, though, right? So that's still for the next tribal. I think that's how that works. Judy and I asked the same thing. Okay, Mm. they didn't go to tribal, so she didn't get to lose a vote. Is that done now? Yeah, I think. Or does that follow through to the next because now they're merging next yeah I th- episode so I, mean- I think it keeps just like it's kind of like the two um, two um tribal council immunities i think it just lasts for the two that they attend um because then if you think about it um if you if they say like you lose your vote at the next tribal council and you win you're like well that's not a risk is it so i'm assuming it would be the next one she attends otherwise it 
kind of you could just you're not really risking anything if your tribe is kicking ass. So right. yeah, I would assume that's how it works. We'll find out, no doubt. Obviously, if um you know the next time Nora goes to to tribal, um we the, I guess the whole gist of this whole episode though revolved around this showmance, this coupling. Uh, well, this so-called coupling, I should say, between Chelsea and Dean. And it was, I mean, I I don't know if it came down to editing or it was just the paranoia um, of Aaron, but we only kind of saw one scene of them cuddling. And then Aaron's all like, oh, they're a couple because they're cuddling. Now, there's a lot of cuddling going on in those shelters already, isn't there, Kathy? Like, I mean, kind of, that's not a, a, an obscure thing to see two people cuddling in a shelter at night. Well, especially if it's cold. Yeah. I mean, you want body heat. So, yeah, I didn't. It certainly wasn't an Ozzy Amanda type of <laughs> swap and spit in the middle of the night stuff. But I didn't get that either. And then I even paused it, asked, asked my friend Judy. I go, you know, I've always never really gotten this showman's thing about how, ooh, we got to break them up because they'll be a power couple. I go, wouldn't that just be a normal alliance? Mm. I mean,. You have an alliance with someone, someone's your best trusted whatever, just because you're not cuddling with them, and you still could be that power couple if you just have a normal alliance. So why does everybody focus on, ooh, look at them, they're snuggling. we got to break that up. That's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? Completely so, agree. I, you know, I don't get that. It's, and it's, I, I mean, it. you're absolutely right, because I think, I mean, at the end of the day, it borders down to you've got, what, two young, attractive people who are single and are cuddling. So, like, oh, you know, this is dangerous. But, like, um, you know, Wendell and Donovan, was it Don? What's, who was it in that season? God, this, we were talking about this off air about how we keep forgetting names of people. We were. Uh, they're one big blur. Yeah, they exactly. Um, <laughs> this is what happens. But, I mean, like, you know, just because, what, they're, they're two adult men who aren't gay so clearly dominic thank you ben i just had to look that up you know oh that that's not a power couple on that level of things like it's kind of it, it, it is odd how that's how the focus was on it and i mean that that all led to eventually why chelsea was targeted and voted out initially they wanted it to be dean but then it switched to chelsea and i mean it had to be said when you started getting some of these confessionals of chelsea going like i've got an idol i'm safe like that's when there's a few ding 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 red flags Something's going to happen here. That's how they edited last week's with Vince. Yeah. Was it Vince or Vincent that went out? Well, yep. I've got an idol. And if I, you know, I'll be saying, well, okay, you're not going to use that idol. Mm-hmm. Or too, well, I have an idol, so I'm safe. And it's like, okay, bye-bye with your <laughs> idol. <laughs> the editing gives that away every freaking time. So, Which I think... And I don't like that Chelsea was just brought up in, what, a minute clip? Right before they went to tribal. Because, yeah, you're right. Because a lot of this focused around Karishma and kind of her on the outs. And then Aaron's whole big thing was, you know, oh, we're going to break this up, so we're going to vote out Dean. And then it was, yeah, literally like a minute to go or whatever it was when all of a sudden, like, Missy and that have kind of gone, okay, well, if you're not going to listen to me for Dean, let's go after Chelsea. Which, it's strange that... You, if you are sort of sceptical about breaking up an alliance, thinking like, oh, you know, this is early and like kind of, you know, oh, we can't do this now. Why is it okay to vote out Chelsea and not Dean? Like you're kind of one hand on the other, isn't it? Like you're still taking out that what you were concerned about with Dean. Is is Dean just more likable? Do you think Dean's more useful because he's, I guess, physically stronger? I don't know. Like why does it matter if you take out Chelsea but not Dean? 
Well, it is the physical, you know, the challenges. You need the strong guys. I mean, especially this early, especially when you're losing, you need you if you had to choose between the dude or the chick in the hot couple, that the girl would usually go. Because they still at this point need the strong dean. And like they said, he does stuff around camp and he's cooking and he's doing all these things. So who knows what Chelsea did because really they didn't show a lot of her. So No, well, all we got with Chelsea was she found an idol and we got a lot around about how, oh, you know, I'm such a huge fan of Survivor and this was on my Survivor bucket list to get an idol and all this sort of stuff. And I mean, initially I thought they were kind of showing her that she was going to go far because kind of it was just like, okay, like, you know, she's just plugging along. She's there. We're not getting too much of her, but she's enough to be seen. But yeah, then all of a sudden, boom, she's out. She goes out with an idol in a pocket. I don't know if this is one for our listeners out there who can maybe uh, confirm if how many times we've had consecutive episodes where people have been voted out with idols in their pocket. I'm sure that hasn't happened too many times. Um, so it was it was interesting. I, I don't think that... I, I think Vince going out with an idol in his pocket is 10 times dumber than Chelsea because Vince's was only good for two immunity... Uh, two. Uh, tribal councils and he knew his name was on the chopping block whereas Chelsea was clearly completely blindsided so she had no idea um, but yeah that's it's interesting we've had two in a row and particularly this early I mean god four episodes in and half the tribal councils people have gone with an idol in their pocket either we're getting way too many idols which we probably are or it's just kind of an obscure season to start off that way yeah this early because I believe in Micronesia obviously I was gone then it was uh, Jason with an idol out, oh, and then Ozzy. Of, that's how they got Ozzy, too, course, right? Of course, yeah. Yeah, so those, and I think those were back-to-back. Yeah, they, no, they were. That You're right, you're absolutely right. I and mean, that probably would have been the first instance. I mean, idols were still very early days back then, of course. But, um, yeah, I don't, yeah, that's something for somebody. I'm sure we've got a listener out there who will message us during the week and say, well, there's, it's been 12 instances of this has happened or something like that. Um, I know, but, God bless those people, right? Absolutely. That the numbers up on watching the show. <laughs> I wish I could retain the information that as much as I can, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting old too. Um, yeah, but the I'm thing, old. the thing that baffles me though, as well, is like Karishma has been talked down so much. She's been shown as being like useless and not doing anything. And then Missy is very out there in, in openly saying this at that tribal. And then the thing that I love when Missy was basically like going like, you do nothing, you just sit there, you do this. We get that cutaway uh, from Tom who just literally goes, yep. <laughs> like we didn't hear from Tom <laughs> all episode. Tom was invisible this episode except for the, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he did. I mean, I look at him, I see Terry Bradshaw. So I'm <laughs> like, oh, Terry Bradshaw. I still didn't even know his name was Tom. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I, I only know him because he's a Canadian and he's an NHL player, so I'm a fan. But um, he also he reminds uh, me a lot of Vladimir Putin. Now that you see that, you tell me you well, can't Well, you cross the two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that one online, Vladimir Putin and um, Terry Bradshaw. But do you think that they're... The thing, too, we, we heard sort of whispers about, I think it was last week on um, Lero as well, they were talking about, like, look, we're going to have a tribe swap, no doubt, soon, and clearly we're going to have one next week. But surely it's got to, going back to this power couple thing and supposedly splitting them up, isn't it better to, at this point of the game, get rid of someone who you've already alienated? Krishma is clearly alienated from this tribe. If you get rid of her and you keep Chelsea and Dean... If you end up on a tribe swap with them, 
you've got two guaranteed people in an alliance with you straight away, or if you get them split up and they're on different tribes, you've done what you wanted to do in the first place. So it's a win-win. So would you not think there's a bit of forward thinking going on here to think that we've got a swap coming along, Karishma's the more dangerous one to keep around, which clearly she is because we're seeing in that confessional next week that, fuck these guys, I'm going to go swap over on them because they've treated me like shit. Well, that's pretty much what I said when we had the tribe swap. I, I'm like, fuck my tribe. You guys were assholes to me. I'm going with the favorites. And I'm telling them everything. Because you guys treated us like shit, too. And it's very easy to be that way when you are being treated like that. Mm-hmm. That's your first thing. I hope there's a tribe swap because I'm going to throw every one of you jerk faces under the bus. You think I'm going to be loyal to you just because we had Iroi as our name? <laughs> no. <laughs> you treat us like crap, so I totally get why she would do it. I, I was right there with her. Which, yeah, like it's it's interesting with the screen time that Karishma gets because we're getting a lot around that. And um, yeah, Miss, what, what's your take on Missy? Do you like Missy? Do you kind of like the way she's she's playing this at the moment with being sort of a bit out there and being open so much with what she's saying at Tribal Council and how she's playing this game? Um. Yeah, I think eventually it's going to bite her in the butt because people might start looking at her like she's thinks she's running the show or whatever. But I like her. You know, she's ex-military. I'm ex-military. You kind of gravitate. She seems very level-headed. Um, I like her. I like Kelly. And what's your take on the viewpoint when she's saying like, oh, you're not playing the game. I'm playing the game because... There are different levels of playing the game. She's obviously a bit more out there. She's liking the blind sides. You know, she's taking out the so-called power players. And you mix that with some of these other under-the-radar players who don't necessarily have to make big, flashy moves. I mean, I think it all comes down to this new way of playing Survivor where you've got the so-called Survivor resume, a a term that I hate still to this day. Um, I mean, do do you... Do you fall into that belief that, oh, you're not playing the game because you're not making massive blindsides? No, I don't believe in that at all. That just makes them game bots. It's like, you know, I, I always feel the social. Fabio won a season not doing anything but being a nice guy to mm. everybody. Mm-hmm. So this whole, oh, you can't win if you don't make a move. What? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I don't know. That started, like you said, maybe the last, probably since Jeff took over. <laughs> um, that yeah, I I don't really get that either. Why it's turned into just game bots and you got to make a move and you need a resume, otherwise no one's gonna. I don't get that either. Well, I think it's like. Yeah, Fabio is a great example of that. And I think, oh God, we could sit here and name a bunch of winners who that's a classic example of that. I mean, Tina, uh, the very first female winner. Like, I mean, not known for her huge moves. Uh, I mean, even Richard Hatch, you could argue, came down to the social aspect of forming an alliance to maintain a voting block to the end. That's kind of where right. Richard's game took that form and set the game for what we've got today. It's It's... you would have less players who are these game bots winning the game than just somebody whose social game really is the is the key. I mean, you, you look at a, you know, a Kim Spradlin, a Brian Heideck, you know, they're players who mixed both for sure. Rob, well, I mean, he had a pretty easy season to do it. But, I mean, if he had won All-Stars, it would have been a different <laughs> story. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get tired of hearing that word too. Yeah. Survivor resume. It's, Can't win without it. 
Yeah, I just... Because I, I, I can't yeah, think of a single season where the ultimate winner, basically it comes down to people at the end holding up their cards, like, you know, voting for Wendell because I'm looking at his Survivor resume and it's so good. Um, like it just, I don't. You've never seen it. I know. <laughs> I know. That's when they start getting all them youngins and the young kids who think, oh, that's how I have to do it. See, yeah. that's just it. I'm old. I started old school Survivor watching it. It wasn't like it's all about the big moves. It's not about a Survivor. It was just, let's survive out here. Let's work together. Let's win challenges. And yeah, we're going to have a little bit of hokey, pokery, whatever. But it wasn't this crazy. Which Anybody who's out on that island is playing the game. So I'm sorry. I know she's like, it's not a vacation. Are you here to play the game? Well, yeah, I'm on the island. That's what the game is. Yeah, and I, this is something that I think can, kind of seeps into each of our episodes this season is that it does ultimately come down to this this separations of the fans in that we have, like you and I, we've been there from the beginning. We've watched this from very day one, but then you do have fans today who may be picked up, you know, in the 20, season 25, 26, even season 30, whenever it was, and they're, they're watching this in a different way to how we do because they watch the newer seasons and go back and watch the older seasons and think of the differences. Whereas we've seen the development from day one to where we were in Borneo to where we are now in Island of the Idols. So anything's going to develop that way. But I think you've got a lot of these players who have grown up in different eras and are thinking like, yeah, you know, blindside, you know, idol, all this sort of stuff. And then you've got players who, again, like as we've been talking about, are just, they're playing the social game, you know? Yeah, cool. They might find an idol. Great. It's going to help them, but they're not relying on an idol, are they? They're, they're relying on social skills and just kind of going with the flow of the game. Yeah. Except Jeff, um, who's now helping to approve casting, he likes the big moves. He likes the survivor resume. He like he like he said, we will never ever go back to original survivor because mm. it's too boring. You need all these things. And Jeff eggs that stuff on, you know what I mean? He he loves it. And now that he's more in charge and gets more say in everything, he he loves it. Mm. And people who don't do that, I think he pretty much says, we're not going to give them a lot of airtime. Which, yeah. And they're, I mean, this season itself, I'm trying to think of who maybe hasn't gotten. I mean, we, we just brought up Tom, didn't we? I mean, he's kind of not had any airtime really since, like, you know, second episode. But, um, and particularly last week when it seemed like, oh, there could be a blind side of Tom going home and it kind of it just... It was kind of a random one. I mean, that's also adding in too. Uh, we've talked about this a few times and um, our co-host on the show, Colin, he, he sort of brought up to bring up in this episode too is this the graphics that we're getting on screen now as well, of course, if, you know, like it's got Kathy on screen and you've got an idol. It says, Kathy, one immunity idol. You know, the fact that they're reminding uh, the viewers who has idols and everything too. So it's kind of mixing it in with that gameplay nature that an idol is so important to play this game or, you know, create your survivor well, resume. Well, because so many people have them now, three episodes yeah. in, you can't keep track. <laughs> now, does that one have one? Did Now, did they find that one or was it give it to them? So many are, have them that they have to start putting that up there. Mm-hmm. I actually, they should just be like Oprah. You get an idol and you get, just start <laughs> the season. When they land them on the beach, everyone's got an idol in their bag. Yeah, I think that's coming next. 
I Y'all think, get to start with an idol. Well, I was going to say, just start everyone with an idol. It's that simple. Like, yeah. you know, why not? And then that way you know everyone's <laughs> got one. You play it. That, but, like, in all seriousness, like, as dumb as this sounds, Kathy, they're going to probably do this, and it's not the worst twist I've ever done on this show, Hello, Edge of Extinction. But, like, start everyone off with an idol, and as soon as you play it, that's it. You're not going to get another one. That's it. You're done. You've done your dash. Simple, done, yes. move on. And, I mean, that could almost be almost quite interesting in some weird way. Yeah. Um, sorry, somebody just knocked on my door. Um, they, Is it like, Jeff? Yeah, He's heard they, you talking about him? <laughs> it was. I'm upstairs and I knock on the door now. I'm like, okay, my brain can only handle one thing at once. But remember the good days or even when they first introduced an idol? Mm-hmm. When it was used, that's it. Yep. There are no more idols. They yep. didn't go and rehide them. They didn't go. Well, you only had two in your season, did you? Did you have two or one? Uh, idols? Yeah. Um, well, we had the one that was on Exile Island. And that was uh, We it? never had one around camp. You had to go to Exile Island to find one. So, you, yeah, so, and like, but, but Jason and Ozzy had it, but then didn't play it. Got Correct, and then it got rehidden back out on Exile Island because remember Amanda, Amanda did that big tunnel it. all yeah. the way, and then yeah, I believe Harvey found one, but I think she said she found it, but she didn't want it. Right. Oh well. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Harvey. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like, but I mean, you're right. Like, I mean, even the very first season we had idols when Gary had it on Guatemala. Like, it's just kind of it's just, it, was, it was just so cool at the time. Like, wow, this is kind of like a cool little twist. But nowadays, it's just like, oh, right. fuck. Like and then when it was used, <laughs> and if it was used or somebody went home with it in their pocket, it never got replaced. That yep. was it. They were gone. Yep. You yep. know, so I don't even know what season they started doing that because then it, now it's just a joke. Well, I think they they changed it up, wasn't it? Um, Yule or, or Terry, Panama or Cook Islands. Where, remember the idol you see you could play it after the votes are read? Because then they actually, because yes. then they brought that in, wasn't it? Tony had that as a twist in um, Kagayan. They kind of called it the Super Idol at that point, or whatever it was. But initially, that's how idols worked. Like you could actually save it until the votes were read. Um, so then they changed it up, I think, for Fiji. That then all of a sudden you had to play it before the votes are read because we had um, what Alex and Mookie and the Four Horsemen had played it wrong or something like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, good old days of the idol, but, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm an advocate. You say about how they'll never go back to old school survivor. I I still say, and I've said this a few times this season that bring a season in where it's pure Borneo rules. Like that's a twist in itself. Like we've got no idols. We've got no tribe swaps. It's just your target, your Pagong. Uh, and basically we merge at 10, um, and then boom, that's it. No, no surprise twists. Yeah, and you don't get to walk there and here's a whole building kit, hammers, nails, yeah. whatever, build your shelter. <laughs> um, that there's, you walk there, oh, here's your rice and beans. What? We didn't get any food, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, yeah, with Jeff in charge, that's never going to happen. I, I really love this Jeff love of you, Kathy. It's, you love this man so much. <laughs> well, I liked him, love him. As like the host, mm-hmm. but once he got that producer job, and where he gets like say in casting, and he gets, you know, he's he's such a fanboy of, you know, like if they have, like, I'm sure he 
he'll never put Bob back on from Gabon. Oh, he's too boring. He's too boring. He do, you know, he's just got this mindset that the man crushes on Boston Rob and Coach, and you know, he just has this type that he Wait. really likes, and that's yeah. all that's been going on this show lately. And well, I think he yeah, was. I think he did kind of wreck it. <laughs> he was the it. one who was very anti all winners because I remember there was an interview with him a few years back where it was brought up, and he's like, "No, like we don't have interesting enough winners, so we're not going to do it." And I think from what I've read, that kind of CBS kind of overtook him and said, "Like, no, we're doing all winners. Like, you're wrong. We need to do this." So I then think he's probably just had his final say by, "Well, we're doing Edge of Extinction then." Um, so basically then I'm going to somehow fuck it up yeah (laughs) that'll teach you Uh, what I could do and not do it's going to be interesting Um, we're going to get to some listed questions here in a second Kathy but uh, two things that we uh, do slightly different to Survivor the first well this isn't really a difference this is just a a simple flat out question which I think you're going to give me the most interesting answer with this one because you probably don't remember any of the players which is make this very interesting Who's your tip to win this game right now, four episodes in? This season? Mm. Um, um, (laughs) 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 Uh, I was going to say Chelsea. No. Um, You can give her if you want. You'd be wrong. uh... (laughs) I don't think it's going to be McMoobs. Best nickname ever. And I don't think it's. God, I don't even really know. Maybe it'll be Dean. Dean? All right. Yep. That's just one of the only names I can remember <laughs> right now. Uh, <laughs> so that, don't that put works. any money on that one. Hey, hey! if he wins, um, I'm going to play this back in like, you know, 10 weeks time and you're going to look like a genius. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I can only pick the person whose name I remember to win. <laughs> I'm I'm still saying Tommy. Now Tommy is the redheaded teacher over on the Purple Tribe. If you're uh, forgetting who that is, oh, um, didn't see anything from him today. Well, he 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 had episode. like one confessional, I think. And I think like the reason I say him is because he he just keeps getting a constant enough amount of airtime where you kind of you don't need to show the winner full win power every week, as long as they kind of just got a snippet here and there. So that, as I'm trying to read the edit, I think that based on what you're seeing of Tommy, that's enough. Um, So that's where I'm kind of sniffing him out there. And if I had to choose a female, I was thinking Missy, but I think she's just getting a little bit too cocky with what she's going forward with. So I, I, if I had to say female, I'm maybe thinking Elizabeth because she's also getting enough that, you know, she's... Which one is Elizabeth? She... The other youngish, prettier girl that kind of is like Chelsea on the Lero, the Orange Tribe. Um, she is one nope. of the first, the first no, one who went no. to Idolons of the Idols. She's the Olympic swimmer. Uh, <laughs> oh, the, the one who was the caller. Yes, the yes, the caller. The one who, okay, the easiest way to describe yeah, it. The, the caller. <laughs> yes. Oh goodness, God! I make it more difficult for myself. Now, the other thing we do that's different on this show than what we did on uh, Survivor Oz, Kathy, is we like to rate the episode. So we have a three tier rating system. So if you loved this episode, you would buy it. If you thought it was, eh, it was okay, you would rent it. And if you hated it, thought it was terrible, then you would what we call bin it or trash it. You would just get rid of it. So I would like to know what you would do with this episode. Would you bin it, rent it, or buy it? 
rent it. Rent it. <laughs> rent it. Rent it. I have, uh, uh, right? Isn't that, wasn't that one of the choices? It was. It was one of the options. You listen to me I've slightly. Seen, yep. I don't know if I've seen a Survivor episode in the last three years that I would go on buying it. You have to save you money? I don't think I have. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think I've seen an outstanding Survivor oh. episode in a long time. Well, I am with you in the fact that I would rent this. I think that, um, yeah, it was it was fine. Uh, it wasn't brilliant. It wasn't crap. Like, you had some laugh-out loud moments. You, you do every week whenever you see the statues. Um, so True. There's but that's that. going to wear off pretty soon, I'm sure. <laughs> Is it, though? Is it, though? No, it's not. Well, who am I kidding? <laughs> Let's be honest. Oh my that's going to be one of those things. If you're having, like, the shittest day, you're depressed, you're just feeling like crap, just Google Survivor, Survivor Island of the Idol statues and you will laugh. There you go. That's the I cure know. for happiness right there. I wonder <laughs> if they're going to auction those off at the uh, live finale. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I think you they should just leave them shipping. out there. <laughs> yeah, that's a ship it out to New Zealand. I'm sure I could afford that. I think they should just leave them there. That could be just like a thing that, like, in you know, 50 years' time, like survivors can't Skull and... Island. Yes. Yeah, Skull Island with King Kong. It could be just, yeah, leave that there. Rob, Rob, so that when the aliens find it, it'll be like aliens finding snows, like us finding Stonehenge, going, yes. what is this about? And they'll go. <laughs> What is this about? <laughs> Must have been two people that were gods for those people back then. Oh, God. Classic. Just leave them there. Exactly. Um, we have some listener questions. And as always, uh, everybody who sends these in, thank you very much. If you would like us to answer your listener questions, you can follow us on social media and see which guests we've got on each week. Now, I'm going to be honest. I said this to you already, Kathy, before we hit record. I have not read any of these listener questions, so I do not know what they are like this week. So we're about to find out together. So um, We sure will. <laughs> let's find out. All right. Um... Fabronia says, Kathy, who on this season is most like yourself and who reminds you most of Eric, Jason, and Natalie? Whoa! I don't even know all their <laughs> contestants' names, man. That's Come on, Fabronia! <laughs> well, I guess... Well, obviously, people are going to go, oh, Nora and you are pretty much alike. <laughs> and... I don't know since my season if there's been ever a bigger asshole than Jason, so I don't think anybody <laughs> can match up to that at all. So that's been season 16. We're on 30. Not, yeah, nobody in all those years. Wow. So I can't pick one for this episode either because he literally takes the cake. Uh, ultimate asshole. Great so answer. Natalie, well, who's the quiet one? Who's ever the quiet one is Natalie. Oh God! Let, let's go with who's um, a quiet one then. Um, uh, uh, Elaine, sure. No, she's not quiet. Uh, uh, Janet. Janet's been a bit quiet recently. Let's sure. Janet. <laughs> let's go with Susie. Is there a Susie on no. this season? <laughs> okay. Then I don't. There know. is now. <laughs> I, you know, and I am so sorry, but all, like I said, all these newer seasons just blur together. Susie like, McMoobs. I can't even tell. <laughs> McMoobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and 
so I don't know all the contestants' names. You know, sometimes <laughs> I go, why do I need to fill my brain with that when this season will just blur into the next season, into the next season? You know what's hilarious uh, about that fact is our next question is literally the whole cast then. Uh, Connor Mack on Twitter said, Kathy is so awesome. My question is so far... Who is the Mary Who this season? I'm going to guess everyone is the Mary Who this season. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. Um, this other, uh, well, actually, Chelsea for me before she got voted out <laughs> on this last episode, she was the Mary Who for me. I didn't even know she was that. Yeah. I didn't even know anybody named Chelsea was on the show. Whether she found that idol, got that idol or not, she apparently has gone in one ear out the other into my brain and right out. Because I'm like, who the hell is Chelsea? <laughs> <laughs> nope, she doesn't look familiar. Nope. So I'll say that's Mary. Well, I'm going to tell you now, Kathy, these questions and are all kind of in the same basket. Um, Hilda. <laughs> just Damn it, set... do I have to know all their names? I'm just going to call everyone Susie here. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, how awesome are Queens Janet and Elaine? Uh... <laughs> who? <laughs> no, seriously, Who? Uh, they're the two Isn't older Jan- ladies. They're oh, the older the, one. Who's the shorter one that wears the ball cap and should put a shirt back on too? Uh, that's and uh, that's Elaine. That's her. Elaine. Yeah. Oh, I love her. I love her. So, so on a scale of one to ten, she's a ten. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like her personality. I think she brings a little bit of down to earthness to mm-hmm. all this stuff. So I don't know. She's probably right now my favorite character. And I don't even know if that was the question, but it was just good to remember who that was. Okay. Well, I'm glad you remembered one. That her it's, a, it's a slight win. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Elaine and McMoobs. We're doing well. Um, oh, here's one not related to this season. This could this could work in your favor. Fiona says, who is the worst player of all time that you just wanted them off your screen ASAP that you literally can't take anymore? From this season? Oh, from all or of them. I think season. from the history of Survivor. Jason. Jason. <laughs> Duh. Duh. <laughs> a dur. Dur. He's a bit sounding a little bit like um, Billy Eilish there. I like this. Um, Latifah. Uh, I'm just going to go through these quickly. This is, this is another one not related to this season. Here you go. What was it like meeting Sari on Exile Island and spending time with her? You seem too excited to be with her, and I always giggle at Sari's confessionals of you two going back and forth across the ocean to find clues. She was a doll. I mean, when they you know, first sent me there. I mean, I was just like, and Sari gets in the boat, and I'm like crying, going, is that the island? Because we're going to (laughs) die. You know, there was just some rocks sticking out of the water. And then she's patting me on the leg. Oh, sweetie, sweetie, don't cry. And before I left, Joel was like, you better not tell anything about us to her. (laughs) Well, I I think we sat down in the boat and I started telling them about all the a-holes and we had to build a different (laughs) shelter and they won't let us stay in this one. And this, and you know, I adored her. I mean, and we did going back and forth. I got it, you know, I figured out the first clue. Um, The producers didn't think that I would and then find the second one. So that actually was after we got there. They ended up cutting tape going... Uh, can you wait to start this up tomorrow? Because we didn't even think you'd find the first clue, and we don't have the good cameras here. Wow. So Sari was just like, you better give us enough time. You know, so she just, and the giggle and the laughing, 
yes, adore her. I was so happy she was the first one I went to Exile Island with. She Perfect. really made me feel absolutely more welcomed and like I was a human being compared to the people in my tribe. Great. Great answer. Uh, Ray's got a similar, well, sort of a kind of follow-up. When was the last time you spoke to Sari, uh, as well as Natalie Bolton? Uh, just here and there on Facebook. You know, they live out there, and she's out in California, and, you know, you're in the Midwest. And I find from doing charity events that I am super close with survivors that have been on other seasons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, those are my peeps. Yeah, I don't really like Tracy and I lost contact. Um, I went out to visit Chad a couple times. We don't. It's just a Facebook pop in here and there thing. Yep, yep. No, understand that one. Uh, Sophie asks a question. I'll, I'll say sad that's not a Susie. That would be perfect. Um, how would you have reacted if Sandra or Boston Rob were part of the favorites on your season? Ooh, that's a good question. Huh. I think probably, you know, I would just try to give him shit and he'd probably do a lot of side-talking smack mouth in me saying, oh my God, where did this crazy person come from? But yeah, ooh, that's a good question. I don't mm. know. We, we might have to, uh, somebody needs to edit that together to see how that goes, um, what that would happen. Um uh, I, I, I don't think this is the Colton, but we've got a Colton uh, messaging. If it is the Colton, hello, Colton. It's been a while. Um, I recently watched Micronesia. No questions. I just love the season and re-watching. I was so sad you left the game, but this was my first rewatch, knowing the backstory with your wonderful interview with Ben. I'm happy to see you return on the podcast again. There you go. That's a nice one for you. Oh, oh that is sweet. Thank so you So you get that back one. on the meds, you let people... Uh, I didn't know they were going to cut all that part out, mm-hmm. so it did look like I just was walking away, you know, but uh, I had to put it out there. People were just like, you took my spot. I go, well, here's the real story, and they probably didn't show it because they didn't want to get sued. That's probably mm-hmm. why they flew me home first class <laughs> <laughs> and sent me flowers. Wow. I hope you're doing better, you know, like. Were so, they from Probst? Yeah, did you know, Probst the- sign the card, or was it just from CBS? It was from production. It just said the casting, you know, right. the production crew. Okay. Just wanted to... Except the Zoloft hadn't kicked in yet, and they sent it to my, you know, fake name that you had to use on your tents before mm. the game. I was Jennifer Schmidt, I think. Jennifer Schmidt. Um, right. And so the card was like, to Jennifer, whatever. And so I start crying, thinking my husband, see, I knew he... He found somebody else, and why would he send her flowers here to my house? <laughs> you know, I, I did it. The Zoloft still hadn't kicked in yet, and yeah, I thought that's his new lover. And why is he sending flowers here to his anyway? Perfect. Wow. Then I realized, duh, that was my fake name. <laughs> Do you still go by that name? Is that still kind of like your alias if you need to get like if the cops pull you over? Like I'm Jennifer Schmidt. <laughs> um, there, it was something where somebody said when that's translated like from German, your name is Jenny Penis. <laughs> so that's still a lot of <laughs> s- things like uh, the survivor groups I'm in. My vote's for Jenny Penis. <laughs> I'm like, Thank you. 
Oh, that's crazy. Love it. Um, Dorothy asked a question. Uh, will you attend the 20th anniversary Survivor reunion next year? And if you do, who are you most excited to meet that you haven't already from newer seasons? Dorothy, Kathy doesn't know who these people are. Uh, and- <laughs> I do remember, um, what was his name? He won. He wore the red, white, and blue star shorts he was the oh underdog. mike 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 yep. mike mike see i said it at the same time him i would like to meet mm-hmm. i always liked him i was rooting for him the whole time so i'd be excited to meet him has there i'm gonna ask this every week now i think because we're getting closer and closer to it every time we do one of these but has there been whispers has there been anything announced or talked about for a, a 20th anniversary similar to what they did with the 10th anniversary back in 2010 um Apparently, um, Chet, for some reason, knows for sure. He says, yes, there's going to be one. And everybody's right. like, well, no official word has been out, no nothing. And I keep saying in our, you know, it's a private ex-survivor Facebook page. I go, you guys need to tell me when because my email has changed. And then they'll forget all about me. And the last one was so much fun. Of course, I want to go to the 20th and just stare at all these people and go, who? You'd be literally going to every single one for the last like 10 seasons. Who? Who? Who are you? Who? 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 I would be literally grabbing all of their name cards going, you were on what season? (laughs) I don't remember that season. What was it called? What? Heroes, healers, hustlers. You're just making that up. Go away. (laughs) You snuck in here. I even forgot there was a season called that. Heroes, Don't worry. We all want to black the name of that one out. Okay. Um, it's Well, I, I keep saying this. I said this to Billy a couple of weeks ago. And I'm going to say it to everyone now who we do this. Um, we can give you the task of doing some, like, getting filming some footage for the Oz Network and, you know, chatting to some of these players. Get drunk. Get loaded. You know, I, I want to see drunk you going up and abusing Jason and stuff like that. Like, exclusive Oz Network uh, content, Kathy. You can be our underground spy in that in that reunion for us. Ah, like if I go to the reunion and sneak out my camera, you'd like yeah. that because I, I got no problem doing that. So, I got look, none. I am I'm onto this. I am. You and Billy are going to be our roving reporters at the 20th anniversary uh, reunion next year. So um, watch this space. We're going to keep onto that for you. Thanks, Dorothy, for that question. What else have we got here? Um, let's see here. I'm not going to answer that one because it involves around names. Uh, oh, here we go. Okay. So uh, one of our long-term listeners, Sasha, every week she sends in a bit of a game. And sometimes we don't play this, sometimes we do play this. Basically, I've got a list of some Survivor contestants here. Some you'll know, some you'll have to be reminded of who they are. Um, And you have four options which you can do to these people. So you can either kiss them, slap them, hug them, or run away from them. So they're your options. And you can use as like this isn't like ding marry kill. You can kiss everyone. You can slap everyone. Like you can use the same one as many times as you like. So you can do whatever you want to do with them. So I'm gonna go through these ones, and okay. again, for the most part, you should remember these people. Uh, the first one from this season, Janet, who is the other older lady that isn't Elaine. Oh, the swimming yes. lifeguard? The lifeguard. Coach? Yes. yes. Well, she was so poor at swimming that <laughs> anybody who was trying to save would have been dead by then. Um, I would hug her. Okay. All right. Um, you just met her this She's week, apparently. I like old people. You just met her this week. Say what? Ch- Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. Mm. 
can I just go, okay, I'll walk away from her because I don't know who she is. <laughs> we'll um, give you a walk. I won't away. run. But you walk. She doesn't. Yeah, I would walk. Okay. Uh, you just mentioned before that you liked her, Elaine. Oh, the little lady, I'd hug her. Okay. All right. Because I don't lean that way. I'm not going to kiss any of these women, but I definitely would hug <laughs> Uh, what about Sari? I'm sure you've already hugged her. Would you hug her again? Oh my god, I would hug and kiss her. Mm. But only on the cheek. Yes, only on the cheek. <laughs> uh, Eric, what about, uh, good old Eric? This is from your season, of course. Oh, oh Eric, I'd have to hug him and pat him on the head and say, there, there. <laughs> but you will go down in Survivor history, I know, sweetie. So um, I would give a sympathy hug. Johnny Fairplay. Oh, God. Run. <laughs> run. Run, 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 run. Oh, goodness. Uh, Chet. Oh, I would hug I hug and give Chet a kiss. Oh, good Chet. Uh, Sue Hawk. Oh, I'd high-five her. Is high-fiving an option? We'll add it. No? We'll add it. Sorry, Sasha. We're adding an extra one in this week. Okay. Okay. Uh, now, here's one from the last 10 seasons. I'm sure you know who Aubrey is. Yes? Aubrey. Yes. Is that a girl? Yes, it is. Oh, you... run. Run? Run. <laughs> <laughs> I never liked her. Oh, Sorry, please, Aubrey. Please feel mad at the 20th, Sorry. <laughs> 20th reunion. I want to Nothing. see you like going, hey, Ben, look, I told you I'd run away from her. Ah! Run! <laughs> yeah, sorry, nothing personal. I don't know you in real life, but, you know. <laughs> and here run. we go. Ending it on a good one. Jason. Oh, for God's sakes. That's stab, kill, <laughs> run over with a bus, back over the bus, and run him over again. Then take his carcass and make table lamps out of him for homeless people. Is that one of the answers? Sounds like we've just Never turned you into um, Silence of the Lambs or something like now. Uh, Buffalo Bill style. <laughs> That's true. I could feed him to some pigs, I guess. Once I turn his turn the skin into lampshades for the homeless. Ooh, Sasha, I hope you got a good answer out of that one. I know I did. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Um, our final one here. Our beloved listener, Granny Survivor. Uh, now... Let's read I'd hug out. her. Who wouldn't? I'd hug the shit out of Granny Survivor. Um, hello, dears. A fun week of Survivor. I especially love that Elaine is getting back some screen time. Nora is going to explode soon. I can feel it. I don't think Debbie level crazy yet, and the hot box and Sandra's confessions continue to be the highlight of every tribal council. My question for Kathy. Well, she's actually got two questions here for you. Uh, number one, what is the most interesting fan interaction you have ever had? I don't know. I guess when they remember who I am, <laughs> and then they want like a hug or I'm trying to think. I mean, nothing's ever been crazy. It's not like anybody's ever gone, oh, oh my God, oh my God, it's crazy, Kathy. <laughs> Sign my Zoloft. Sign my <laughs> prescription bottle. <laughs> you got to now that so you said I'm, that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure Sari and Sandra and them do, but I don't think I've had any crazy, crazy ones. No. 
come on, people out there, do do everyone a favor and be crazy for Kathy next time you you see her. Like, let's do a crazy. Uh, I get a lot of like, oh my god, you look so familiar. Mm. Do I know you? I go, do you watch Survivor? And of course they go, that show's still on. I go, then never mind. <laughs> you don't. I don't look familiar to you at all. Never the mind. ones I can't. I can't remember who it was who because. Yeah, that's a common answer I, when people sort of bring that up. But somebody actually answered to me and they said, like, if somebody says that to me, I replied to them, like, do you watch porn? <laughs> and then, like, if, particularly if they're with, like, their partners and just, like, embarrass them. Uh, so there's one for you. Like, if, you, if you've got, like, a husband with their wife saying, like, oh, you look so familiar. Like, do you watch porn? Just embarrass them. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to do it. <laughs> I know I've seen that bulge somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> you should see my moobs. Um, and the other, <laughs> the other question, greatest wife has: uh, Would you do? I don't even know if you remember doing this episode with me. I remember this episode. Would you do another random secrets podcast with me? That was. Um, do you remember doing that one when we shared all the fun facts about living out there in the island and wiping your bum? And you, I think we had Billy and Cole, Kobe on the line from memory. That was a long time ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, I actually have no secrets, so anything anybody yeah. wants to know, I have no problem saying it. <laughs> My life is an open book. Kathy's the perfect one for that one, Granny. Now, um, she has a, a true or false game here. Now, there's five questions. Look, these are obscure questions. All you've got to do, Kathy, is answer true or false. You don't even need to think about these. You've got a 50-50 chance of getting these right anyway. Um, okay. I don't even know half of these questions. Um, number one. Misty was the first survivor to be banished to Exile Island. False. Uh, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, you think I remember any of these people's names? Come on. Uh, Tina but I sounded Shee, confident. Timotina sang a song to her tribe of women, which Sari didn't approve of, of day one on the game. And I'm supposed to know what the song was? <laughs> Well, I mean, is it true or false? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, true or false? Yeah. I'm going to say false. False. You're correct. It's, it's correct. That never happened. Uh, that's the answer here right. that Granny Survivor's given me. Uh, these are lots of Panama questions here. I, I'm guessing uh, Granny Survivor's just watched season 12. Uh, the Bayonetta tribe found papaya to eat, and Sally used a long stick to knock down the papayas. True. <laughs> it's false. <laughs> <laughs> Sally used a bamboo pole, not a large stick. That's very technical there, Granny. Wait, um, that's technical, because I knew she was pushing up a... Oh, that's... I'm giving that okay, to you. I'm giving that to you, Kathy. I'm sorry, gonna, Granny. I remember her with the big pole, and I would have called that a stick. I yeah, mean, a look. Stick. It's a fucking bamboo stick, pole. Granny. It's a fucking stick. Yes, it's, it's a fucking stick. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got um, a face on it. It does, it does. Uh, number four, Sari is the first and only person to be idled out of multiple seasons. Mm, multiple seasons, huh? I know she wasn't... I'm going to say... True! It is true. Um, heroes yeah. versus villains and game changers. She obviously went out when somebody played an idol. That's a fascinating fact. They all... Well, when they all played an idol, except her. Well, they did. That <laughs> so was right. Was the game old... changes. That's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a great fact. I like that one, Granny. Uh, the final one here of the high-profile sports celebrities over the years, including Jimmy Johnson, John Rocker, and Jeff Kent. Of these three, 
John Rocker lasted in the game the longest? False. You are correct. It was Jeff Kent, as Jeff Kent made the jury. So yes, there you go. But I love John Rocker. Sorry, John Rocker was fun. He was a oh yeah, fun guy. So I believe you got uh, three correct. So not bad. Three out of five, not bad. Not bad. More than 50%. Good work. Thanks, Granny. Thanks to everyone else who sent in the questions. And uh, as always, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, I'm going to call you by your real name of Jenny Penis. Um, pleasure to, to have you here once again. And uh, we, we won't make it like three, four years next time. We're going to get you on again. We, I want all these gossip and these inside footage from the 20-year anniversary next year. So I'm looking forward to oh. the footage, Jenny. Not a problem, and I will sign it. Love Je- Jenny Penis. Here's here's some footage, just for you, Ben. Love Jenny Penis. And a massive thanks to Kathy there. Or sorry, should I say Jenny Penis? Uh, great chat, and lots and lots and lots of fun. And. Uh... We always thank her for her time on the show. And moving forward next week, uh, I think I teased last week saying that we were going to have a uh, three-time contestant on the show. And uh, unfortunately, it couldn't happen this week. We're hoping it will happen next week. This person is someone I'm very excited to get back on the show. And uh, you will definitely love hearing from them as well. So stay tuned for that. And hopefully also some other good people lined up for the remainder of the season, as well as potentially a few Australian Survivor contestants come in and weigh in on some American Survivor stuff and everything else in between. Just stay up to date on our social media channel, channels, I should say, plural, and there will be plenty of uh, content to keep you occupied there when it comes to the world of Survivor. And, of course, the world of other things that aren't Survivor. Lost on Monday. We have random rewatches on Tuesday with Colin. We've got third watch on Wednesday, getting to the very pointy end of that. And currently, we have got our Survivor, uh, our Survivor, well, you're listening to that, our Star Wars and our Terminator movie recaps. We have one more Terminator one to come for you this coming Thursday. And then we'll have our next Star Wars one to come to you. We're uh, doing long episodes on those, but uh, Colin and I like to talk about Star Wars. What can we say? So uh, we're already getting some good feedback from the Star Wars ones. So keep listening to them because they're only going to keep getting good along the way. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to all our podcast channels, and you would have seen our post during the week. We really would appreciate it if you could take a few minutes of your time to jump onto iTunes, give us a rating, give us some feedback. It definitely helps us get the word out there a little bit more on iTunes, particularly as we've got some exciting things coming forward in the future here on the Oz Network. So we very much would appreciate it if you could take a few moments of your time to do that as well. But this has been Survivor Island of the Idols, Episode 4 Recap with the amazing Jennifer Smith, a.k.a. Jenny Penis. My name has been Ben. Thanks for listening to the Oz Network. And we'll speak to you next time. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.